0: Today, we are going to talk about six common subconscious blogs or mindset blogs that can prevent us from growing our business. Now, I have had pretty much all of them, and it's the blogs I see very, very often in my clients or in people in my audience. And I thought that I would do a short and sweet summary, going to keep it short today, summary of... What might be holding you back, even though you're doing everything right on a strategic perspective, because there is nothing more frustrating than doing everything right, applying what our coach or a program tells us to do showing up consistently, doing all of the right things, engaging with a community, having great feedback, and then it's still not working. And when this happens, it's always because there is a deeper layer that we are not seeing. So I'm going to go through the six most typical mindset blocks or subconscious blocks that can interfere with us starting or growing or scaling our business. First of all, and they're not in any specific order, right? is feeling that our money will go to someone else, so what's the point? This is more frequent than meets the eye, and this can happen when you have either a spouse or children or very close friends around you or a family member who happens to very often be in dire financial circumstances or who happens to always need money and ask you for money. And because of our relationship with that person and because of the specific dynamics, we do not feel that we can say no. And especially when the business grows and we are making more income, technically more than we need to pay for the bills, right? It becomes very difficult if we don't have clear boundaries to say no, because we can't really use the excuse of hey, well, I would love to lend you money, but I can't because I don't have money, right? Once the business is growing and thriving and we do have money, then it becomes much more difficult to actually say no to someone in our family or friends or partner or spouse or whatnot who needs the money. And subconsciously, we know this. Subconsciously, we know that all of that effort is basically going to go out of the window because the money we make is just going to go straight to that person who's been acting irresponsibly. And part of us doesn't want to work our ass off just to end up having to give it all to someone else. This is very frequent and maybe you're not aware that it's happening in your set of circumstances. Maybe it's not happening at all. But if you have someone around you who has tendencies to kind of pump up the money when it's there and you feel that you have little or no control over that, then it would be a good thing to kind of reflect on this point and reflect if part of you has been kind of stopping the flow of abundance because the idea behind it is kind of like, yeah, what's the point? If you're hearing some noise in the background, I'm really sorry. My Airbnb is in a beautiful place that has a lot of life, kids, animals, cats, dogs, and there are also monkeys making a lot of noise here in Costa Rica. Okay. Mindset block or subconscious block number two is feeling responsible for our client's results. This one is huge, 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 huge because when we feel responsible for a client's results, it also implies that the more money they pay us, the higher the stakes. So part of our mind, whether that's conscious or subconscious, is going to think, oh my God, what if client X Pays me amount, why? Whatever that amount might be, right? And then they don't get what they expected. And we have a horror movie going through our mind of them asking for their money back or trashing trashing us on social media or destroying our reputation or it being just very awkward and cringy and our mind doesn't want to go there. Now, one of the very frequent root causes of feeling overly responsible for people's results is or having to have control is very often when we didn't have any control when we were kids. So we felt completely out of control and a compensatory mechanism is to regain control by feeling that we will not ever be in any circumstances where we are helpless or hopeless. Another very typical root cause of kind of being afraid that clients won't get results is that when you were a kid, Something happened that gave you the message, nothing I do is ever good enough or whatever I do, it doesn't work. And that can be as simple as your mom or your dad or a sibling going through a difficult period in their life and maybe mentally not being in the best place and you tried everything to make them happy. So you were the perfect kid, you had good grades, you baked them cookies, you cleaned your home, whatever you might have done. And they still didn't feel better because that's an internal job, right? And the message that gets in our mind is, no matter how hard I try, it doesn't work. And that message gets translated to our business and our clients. We have the feeling that they're going to pay us money because they want something specific. And no matter how hard we try it is not going to work. So when we have fear that clients won't get results, we are actually telling energetically the universe that we don't want clients because we don't want to be in those circumstances. So that was point number two. Point number three, letting our past dictate our future. So we all do this, okay? This is a very natural thing. I don't think there's anyone on this planet who doesn't have at least a tiny percentage of letting our past kind of dictate our future. But Dr. Joe Dispenza, I'm a huge fan of Dr. Joe, says, the best way to predict your future is to create it. And you cannot create a different future using the thoughts, beliefs, and emotions of the past. So let's just say that I've never had a successful business, which I hadn't one year ago. And because I had never had a successful business, my thoughts are, well, if it hasn't worked until now, it might not work in the future. That is basing my future on my past, right? We're saying stuff like, well, maybe I can't, af- I'm, I'm afraid of making an investment or I don't want to buy this program, even though I know it's the right program for, for me, because what if I don't make my money back? Or what if I don't get enough clients? Um, and then it will be a waste of money. When we have a thought like that, it is based on our past experience of not having had enough clients so we are using our past to predict our future and when we use our past to predict our future our future looks exactly like our past and we all do this right it's a very natural thing to do because we our mind doesn't like the unknown and making out-of-comfort-zone decisions is the unknown. But that is one of the things that kept me stuck for so long because I kept telling myself or I, kept, I was stuck in the narrative of saying, well, I know I need program X, but I don't have clients yet or I don't have as many clients as I want yet. So I will wait until I'll have more clients and then I'll invest. But that's a chicken and egg thing. It's a vicious circle because I need the program to get more clients and at an energetic level, when I say I will get the program that I know is right for me when I have more clients, I'm also telling the universe, I don't believe in my ability to generate enough income or find enough clients once I buy the program. So I don't believe that it's going to be okay. And that is exactly what why I stayed stuck for so long. Because I told the universe, I don't believe that this is going to work. Or I kind of believe, but I don't believe enough to make the investment because deep down, I'm just afraid that I won't find the clients. And that is basing or making decisions for a future based on our past or saying stuff like, well, my family has always been broke. So how can I not be broke? Again, that is basing, um, that is projecting our future based on the past And that never works unless you want your future to look exactly like your past. Okay, mindset block, subconscious block number four is receiving blocks. The million dollar receiving blocks. So that is anything that has to do with feeling uncomfortable receiving. And when I say receiving, it's not necessarily money or gifts, but simple things like a compliment. When people give you a compliment, do you say thank you or do you cringe? I used to cringe or when someone said, oh, that's such a nice dress or such a nice pair of shoes. my The first reflex instead of saying, oh, thank you was, oh, I, get it. I got it on sale or oh, it's from H&M. Kind of dismissing or justifying or kind of not just taking the compliment in. And another thing uh, about receiving blocks that was really real to me, and that was a very emotional session once I uncovered it, is that I have quite a few friends who have cars back in Switzerland. And sometimes we would go places, and they said, oh, I can come pick you up at your place. And it made me feel uncomfortable because I felt that I was disturbing them, that them coming to pick me up at my place, which would take them like an extra two or five minutes, like really nothing, would be an inconvenience for them. And I didn't want to be perceived as a burden. So I was always very uncomfortable. I just said no and took like the train, like the public transport system in Switzerland is, ex- is excellent, so it's not a problem, but that's not the point, right? And we're just receiving support, feeling that it's our job to have everything under control, taking care of our spouse, or mom, or dad, or friends, our children. But then when someone says, hey, Ines, like, take the afternoon off and I'll take care of the kids or take the afternoon off and I'll do this for you. Again, we feel uncomfortable, And when we feel uncomfortable receiving, it's very often Because we've been in the carer position. We've been in the giving position when we were a kid or a teenager or an adult where we were the one in charge. We took care of other people. We were the responsible kid in the family who made sure that everyone else's needs were met. And again, when we don't feel comfortable receiving, how do you want to receive clients and money when part of you doesn't feel comfortable receiving? Now, Aspect point mindset thing number five is putting our needs last. It has some similarities, but also differences with uh, the the below mentioned point. But basically, putting our needs last and waiting until everyone else is covered. And this is also a personal experience of, for example, worrying about a family member's well-being. So I delayed going on holiday because I didn't want them to feel bad if I went on holiday and they couldn't go on holiday. Or feeling like I will will move out or I will start my business once everything is more stable with the husband or the kids. But that moment never comes, right? Because again, we are basing our future decisions on our past. We're looking at our past and we're kind of saying, well, This has been the situation. I will wait until it gets better until I do something that is right for me and my business, but that never works either. It's first we make the leap, we take a leap of faith, we jump in with both feet, even though we don't feel ready. And because we did that and have faith and jumped out of our comfort zone, literally the energetic shift happens that allows to completely change the dynamic in place. So I've seen a lot of people stuck and not necessarily... Uh, the way you would think, right? But who were in a relationship that wasn't so great? And they said, well, when the relationship will be better, I'll invest in your program. And the relationship never gets better, right? Or they end up breaking up, where they don't have up breaking up, but they're miserable. And then their best business hasn't moved in one or two years, and they're still in a miserable relationship. So we are never ready. When we wait until we're ready, we wait forever, and sometimes we need to put our oxygen mask first, right? I say this a lot in my content, don't think I've mentioned it too many times on the podcast yet, but when it's as simple as the airplane analogy, if there is a problem with the oxygen in the airplane, there's a dog barking, sorry, you have about two or three minutes to act before you run out of oxygen. And that's why they say put your oxygen mask first, because if you get busy putting your kid's oxygen mask first, you'll get to one kid or two, and then you'll just faint because you don't have oxygen. Whereas if you put your own oxygen mask first, you're covered, and then you can spend the next three hours helping everybody else. So putting your oxygen mask first is not selfish. It's actually the exact opposite of selfish, because when you help yourself, you can help others way more than when you put your life and your well-being and your happiness on the back burner trying to help other people but not really want to doing it deep down because you just want to take care of yourself and then it kind of just creates an energetic mess. Last but not least and I'm going through these pretty quickly. Let me know, you can reach out on Instagram or Facebook if you want me to dive deeper in one of these specific topics, but I don't want all of the podcast episodes to be an hour. So I could talk for three hours, for five hours, but I will keep it short this time. Last but not least, one that I hear very, very, very often is success is hard work or sacrifices. So there is this huge kind of social construct Um, social construct, excuse me, Or this information ingrained in the collective consciousness that a very successful business comes with very hard work or very long hours or many sacrifices. So we have the perception that, yeah, cool, I can have a six or seven figure business, yay, yay, rainbows and unicorns, but at at what price, right? Maybe I won't ever see my kids just like my parents didn't see us because they were too busy working, or maybe my relationship is going to crumble apart because we won't have any time for ourselves anymore or maybe I'll have to be on uh, on alert or always worrying about my business 24 7 or I'll have a huge team and it's going to be a nightmare to have to deal with all of these team members and the feeling that it's an either or situation or that we can have the business but it will come at a cost that we'll have to sacrifice the exact thing what the, the exact reason why we started our business in the first place so for example freedom and time to go on as many holidays as, as you want if the the entire reason why we left our nine to five or corporate job is to have more freedom but then part of our mind thinks that a successful business is going to take all of our time away our mind is basically thinking and saying and emanating energetically i want freedom successful business is going to take my freedom away So I don't want a successful business. As simple as that. Your subconscious mind can be very basic, right? So if we have the feeling that growing and scaling the business will come at a cost greater than the pleasure of the growth of the business, our mind is going to sabotage us sooner or later. The great news is that the more you make, the easier it gets. The more you make, the more you can automate delegate or just delete if it's not relevant for your business the more support you can have the more lovely team members can support your business even while you are on vacation and having people in your business who support you does not have to be difficult so if I summarize the three major mindset or subconscious block that can interfere with business growth is number one Feeling that our money will go directly to someone else who's been irresponsible or that all of the money we earn will have to go to either our kids or a spouse or our friends or that we won't be able to say no if people ask for money. We are basically telling the universe, I don't want to make money because it's going to be taken away from me. Number two is feeling responsible for people's or clients' results. And again, it creates a lot of fear. It it triggers some, whatever I do, it's never going to work or it's never enough. And again, we are telling the universe, I don't want high ticket clients because I don't want high ticket problems of people not getting results number 3 is letting our past dictate our future. So for example, being afraid of making an investment in a program we really th- know is going to make a difference because we base our future on our past experience. Our past experience of not having as many clients as we want yet and kind of saying, well, I don't have as many clients as I want, so I might have I might not have the money, so I can't make that investment. That is The predict predicting the future based on the past. And when you predict your future based on your past, your future looks like your past. Number four, receiving blocks. So each time you feel a bit cringy or uncomfortable, or any icky or negative feelings when receiving, we're basically saying that we don't feel comfortable receiving and that we want to give instead. Number five, putting our needs last and waiting until either everything is stable or until everybody else is covered or happy or whatnot. Again, we cannot grow and scale a business by putting our oxygen mask last. And a nice analogy for this is that you are the sun in a solar system. And the more you shine your light, the more the beautiful planets around you can thrive and evolve and have their own energy. And block or mindset or aspect number six is success is hard work or sacrifices, kind of implying that we can't have it all. Or if we do have a successful business, it will come at a cost that is actually greater than the pleasure of the business growing. So it's just a kind of benefit and cost analysis in our mind where our mind is like, yeah, well, okay, successful business, cool, but it's going to take away everything else I love. So it's just not worth it and we will sabotage our efforts. So this was it for today's episode. As a friendly reminder, we are currently enrolling for the Business Accelerator Mastermind. And this amazing six-month program is everything you need to get your mindset, your subconscious mind and your energy to CEO level. So if any of the six points we mentioned today resonates with you, and if you feel that there's been some stuff holding you back from growing your business, either subconsciously, energetically, or in terms of limiting beliefs, but you also need a clear action plan and you want the strategies and the funnels and how to write an email sequence that converts and how to turn audience members or followers into clients and how to have successful five-figure launches The Business Accelerator Mastermind is exactly what you need. So enrollment closes on the 16th of May. And after that, it's going to be, sorry, Charlie, it will be closed until 2022. So if you have any questions, if you feel that this might be a good program for you, just send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. And I'll be very honest with you. I'll tell you immediately if I think that this program is what your business and yourself need or not. So thank you so much for tuning in today and I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.